Jackie and John, it's a good show, but fuck them. They're both bitches. I hate them. Jackie got a fat ass. John got a fat ass. I'm tired of this shit. Steady, I, I don't even know what else to say anymore. Coming to you straight from the East Coast of these here un-United States of America. It's the fabulous and gorgeous Jackie with the Cuban ill hustler himself, John. You're tuned in to Jackie and John, the podcast. <laughs> Jackie. John. You're listening to the John Effect Podcast. This is episode 316. New listeners, welcome. Returning listeners, welcome back. I am your host, John Salvatore Mackey, a.k.a. Jamal Cena, your master of ceremonies, B.K.A. Cuban Roast in the Flesh, the podcast quarterback, Fidel Cashflow, the Afro-Latino Ryan Reynolds, one these hoes, Juancito Fuego, Cheekbone Jones, Bro-Livia Pope, John Stradamus, and I am joined by my partner in crime, my bestie, one half of the Brown Eye Bandits. Hey, y'all, hey, it's your favorite gal, pal. I'm just Jackie. If y'all can see me, I'm grinning from ear to ear because this is really, really, really the first time I've ever seen and heard John do his do his intro in one take. And I feel like Oh, got- you black nigga bitch. Woo! And I feel like you got all the AKAs and BKAs all up in there. I you know You were blowing, baby. You were just blowing. It'd be your own people. As many times as we as we have recorded. In person. John, this is the first time you have not done, um, uh, hold on, is this the Johnny Fair or <laughs> how I do this? No, don't do me. I, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little bit crazy, but that. I'm not- prepared because last episode, uh, our energy, my energy was very low in the beginning. So I said, can't have a redo of that. <laughs> so I'm back. Fine. I'm on all cylinders, baby. I'm flying off on all cylinders. Life be life. It's okay. So, look, life over here. uh, Let me tell you something. You already know what life over here like. Because, Josh. I know, nigga. I know. John, I call you every morning for what, like two weeks? (laughs) Every morning. So, I already know, like. Good thing I am great at multitasking and my um Zoom calls don't be till like the afternoon because we be chatting, we be chatting. Because you're like, I'm not going to say you're the only person, but you are really the only person. <laughs> All that shit I was telling you, I appreciate you for sitting there listening to it. Of course, that's what friends are for. But let me let me tell y'all something. He said, of course, that's what friends are for. Let me tell you the extra mile, John. <laughs> let me tell you the extra mile that John did, y'all. I called him the other day. 
We are recording on April the 8th. I feel like I feel like it was Tuesday or maybe I want to say it was probably Tuesday. I called you and said, yo, job. I realize it's me. I need to get my shit together. And I, do think, that. I think that was Thursday. You, was it Thursday? Uh, whatever yeah, day it was. It was between, Thursday. Between Tuesday and Thursday, it I was, was like, Thursday. yo. I said I had a come to Jesus epiphany meeting with myself and I realized I got to get my shit together. It's me. It's not the shit around me. It's me. Because I was doing way too much uh, yeah. extra shit. Turning up on a Thursday. You yeah, better I can't, than, I, let me I, tell I you what's better than me because I'm, if it's a weekday, unless oh. I'm off the next day or unless it is a holiday, no. I, listen, I, don't even, I don't even do Sunday fun days unless I know I'm off the next one. Because I, I, I need to go outside earlier. But the thing was, I was just out late, like way too late, knowing I got to go to work and function for a whole nother five days straight. And mm -hmm. I was just like picking off everything. But anyway, it was me. And I said, I'm going to get my shit together. Blah, blah, blah. What was do. And your response was, um, I'm glad you finally realized that. <laughs> I I have. But I'm saying this because John literally let me cook like for two weeks straight, just going on about this and that and the third. Like not yelling or nothing like that, but just letting me talk yeah. things out that's in my head. And he just let me cook for like two, almost three weeks straight. And I finally, when I finally came to him and said, man, I, I realize it's me, not the circumstances around me. And that says a lot about John's character as a person being a friend to a per to someone because sometimes you do got you do gotta let your your person you know go through and cook and let them come let them have their own moments and make these own realizations to themselves not because he don't think he can't say it to me because I won't receive it well but certain things a person does need to see for themselves without their friend or family or whatever you know bringing it to them you know what I'm saying so I appreciate you of course. <laughs> Worse. But what about you, love? Bud? What's been going on with you? I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. I am eternally grateful. I'm very thankful. Yes. Um, I'm excited because Bros Weekend is a special edition this month for April. Bray and I are going to Texas. Yeah. <laughs> The queen herself, Jacqueline. So I am excited that Bros Weekend is leaving the East Coast. Listen. And we're finally, I'm finally coming to see you in Texas. I've been here almost two years. I knew you was coming. I just, you know, had a little I marinade. feel more comfortable given the current climate because COVID is still here. It's still a thing. It's, still a thing. it's yeah. not going anywhere, but I can't let it have a chokehold on me. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I'm still gonna wear my mask. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely back. Definitely boosted. Now, I I said this on the show. I am more lean, slightly lenient in certain spaces mm -hmm. with not wearing my mask if there's enough space. It's just certain places that. But if I'm going to the grocery wear a mask. If I'm going to the grocery store. I'm not wearing right. my mask. I'm sorry, I am wearing my mask. Yes. If I'm going to be around a lot of people, I'm going to wear my mask. Um, I want to say 
in the gym, I've kind of, I've, I've, I've kind of leaned myself off of wearing my mask because I don't it's know how not did as it. crowded. Mm -hmm. um, but I will say if I'm on the elliptical and someone is less than six feet, I'm, I will put, I, it's, hey. the mask is always on, but you know, I don't necessarily wear it unless someone's too close. Cause I feel like <laughs> you don't I, know when somebody spit or or sweat. On right, the I just feel like in your direction. I'm noticing people like they're like they think COVID's over, and I'm like y'all are getting too comfortable. All this I've noticed in the last maybe eight months, people have been just wilding. They've already stopped wearing masks, which that's your business. I can't tell anybody mm -hmm. else what to do. But all this coughing and sneezing and not covering your face. They're back to that pre-COVID. Well, listen, I keep like, my hand sanitizer with uh -uh. me at all times. I don't even really shake people's hands too much no more. It's like the little. Oh no 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 no! It's like the little arm, but like somebody tried to shake my arm hand at the uh, office the other day. I was like, I said oh, I would shake your hand, but mm, I'm about to eat. Like you see me walking in with my food, you see me just broke broke out my hand sanitizer. I'm not gonna shake your hand. Then I gotta get up and go wash my hand. To mm -hmm. eat my food, like right. no goodbye. I seen you earlier. We good. <laughs> Go away. But now I don't even shake hands too much no more. I'll give you a hug. You know, not no random people at work. But I'm just saying in general, like people I know, or whatever. But mm -hmm. I'm not. I'm not that inter that interactive. You know, with the handshakes and stuff anymore. Gotcha. So no, I get it. I can't wait to see you. So. That's going to be our May recording? Or are you coming the week before the May recording? We're still in April. This is the April recording. <laughs> May recording is next month. <laughs> with a special guest. Oh, my bad, y'all. He's, he's coming after the April recording. I forgot we are in April. I'm we, thinking we March. Are actually, we are doing... So I think <laughs> you're a little thrown off because let, let, let me just adjust the listeners <laughs> right now. So the April line of episodes is shaken up a little bit. Yes. Um, typically, Jackie and I release the last week of the month, mm -hmm. but this is a special month. April is the anniversary of the show. So the show's anniversary is the last Tuesday of this month. So mm -hmm. that'll be a very special episode of John Effect Podcast. So we've kind of upshifted everything. So yeah. Jackie and I are in this week. Last week I was on podcast PTO, PTO goodness because I needed it. Yeah. Um, and next week we are back with Brain and myself. We actually go into recording. Um, I can't some, wait. Uh, no, we go into recording on Monday, and then back to our regularly scheduled program for May. Yeah. Uh, I'm say this up front. I do not know. <laughs> In fact, I do know that. There will not be an episode every week from A because with Memorial Day weekend, I do not believe I will be have an episode. Listeners, y'all let us know if y'all want us to skip May. Who, 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 uh, who? <laughs> let us know if you want to skip a Jackie and John for May, okay? We can't skip May because we have a guest for May. Oh, yeah, we just lined that up, didn't we? Ah, shit. Mm -hmm. We here. Don't worry about it. You love black nigga bitch. With all that being said, are you ready to get into what we do? I'm ready, baby. I stay ready, so I ain't got to get ready. I'm ready. 
Well, this week, guys, we're going to kick it off with this or that. Yes, and this I'm, or that. Yes, this or that. That or this. Listen. <laughs> All right, so my first one. Would you live in a do you, would you rather live in a live in a condo or a ranch style home? Oh, that's a good question. Ah, uh, how many square feet is the ranch? Big as you want it to be. I don't need it to be too big because it's gonna be me and the cat. Um, I I'm going to say ranch style home. Um, I like the ranch style aesthetic. And, you know, as someone that is, you know, getting up there in age, mm -hmm. and I'm thinking long term, I don't want stairs. Um, and I figure you don't want to be attached to somebody either, so. That too. I don't want to be attached. I've, I've only been attached to people when I've lived on my own. Like, I, I don't. So, I mean, I've been living on my own for a good minute, so I... I mean, a couple decades. But yeah, I, I just feel like, yeah, I would do the ranch. I like that. I knew he was going to pick ranch, though. I knew that. All right. So my next one, a brioche bun Ooh. or a Texas toast? Brioche bun. I, I, it just, I feel like a brioche bun, like, captures my essence. Texas toast is too much bread. And it's big, like, yeah. It's big. I just no, I I've I don't dislike it. It's just it's at the bottom of the list for me. Like, if it's the I, only I, option. I think it's meant for certain type of sandwiches. That's what I think. Oh, but I don't uh, go for anything. Go I, for anything. Mm, mm, not for me. I, I, I already knew I, I can't do it. I just can't do I cannot do Texas toast. I've had it a few times. I was just like, oh, that's funny. Yeah, okay. I'm not really big on bread outside of like, me neither. like if it's mm -hmm. pizza, yes. Like if it's a sandwich, like I'm not picky, but I would definitely do a brioche bun. Mm, okay. All right. So my final this or that. <laughs> Who's more toxic? Okay. Olivia Pope and Fitz or Cookie Lions and Lucius? Ah. Oh, who's more toxic? <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm going to say more toxic, Lucius and Cookie, because I'm triggered by that. Like holding someone down and having the way Lucius just did Kitty, not mm -hmm. Kitty Cookie, was it was horrible. Like yeah. Fitz and Olivia, I feel like they were because of Melly being involved mm -hmm. but that's one layer like Cookie and Lucius have it's layers to that shit like you can't just cut it out you can't cut a strand out and it'd be okay I feel yeah. like with Olivia and but Fitz, both couples got dead bodies on them though right Olivia and Fitz no and I and not because I'm I'm biased so mm -hmm. can't, but Lucius and Cookie are just toxic as fuck okay are you ready? I'm ready. First, this or that. SWV or escape? Oh, gosh. I hate everybody. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with, man, 
I'm gonna go with SWV because Escape is just horrible. Not not music not music wise or whatever. I'm just thinking. Well, this was open ended, so however. Well, for me, I'm just coming from all the the public scrutiny that's being put out there about the ladies and everything. Yeah, I mean, but the other group has shit too. But I'm gonna go with Coco is a bitch. And let me, the reason I know, okay, so I want to say like 10, she, her husband has, I don't, maybe it's her ex-husband. I don't know if she's still married. Her husband at the time, this was, I want to say like maybe 2013, mm -hmm. he owned a barber shop that I frequented mm -hmm. and you know, I love a hood barbershop. I don't do the bougie barbershops. Mm -hmm. But I was like, for this to be co for this to be Coco behind this, mm -hmm. it was kind of low budget. I mean, but y'all are like Coco a millionaire though. She's not. We know she's not. So then why I say Coco is a She pick. lives in Chesapeake. Oh, she does? I mean, I don't know if she still lives there, but at the time she was just living. Well, that would make sense because the barbershop was was borderline Chesapeake. But in high school, mm -hmm. I no, yeah, in high school there was a job that I worked, and she. So this was the late nineties, mm -hmm. and I want to say this is probably a few years after they kind of wound well. After they kind of won the down five. And she was just still acting so grandiose, like, you should know who I am. You should be fawning over me. And I was like, Yeah, please. Okay, girl, let whatever. me tell you, if you told me that I was, was like, Missy's you're five dollars and thirteen cents. Thank you. No, we're good. If you said that was Missy's barbershop and it was giving mediocre, then I would be like, excuse me, because not just because Missy has money. I just feel like Missy's taste in um how she delivered her delivery and her consistency of right, like, trying to like if it's man man and them's mm -hmm. barbershop, I expect this instead of for man man and them. Mm -hmm. But for Coco who think oh all right, girl. Yeah. No, I get it, I get it, I get it. But it's a man, it was a it was a barbershop though. So I mean, how girly can you make a barbershop? I won't say girly, but at least a the seats can have cushions. The seats on you know what? <laughs> I ain't mad at you. All I'm saying is I ain't going off of loyalty, but I'm just saying I don't I don't hear the girls on SWB doing all this loud shit that the girls over here at Escape are doing at this point right now. Like they are loud. Some right. things you just need to keep in house and work it out. Right. So So your next this or that. Yes. Eddie Murphy or Martin Lawrence? Eddie Murphy or Martin Lawrence? <laughs> Man, let me tell you something. I'm going to go with Eddie. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, I grew up with Eddie, you know? Um, Eddie, um, to me, Eddie was a blueprint for my time, you know, my time. Um, I would have to say, like, Richard Pryor was probably the, the blueprint for my, you know, my father. You know what I'm saying? So, but yes, I love Eddie. Um, don't get me wrong. 
Not taking nothing from Martin. Martin is who he is. He is a staple. He's made a name for himself. But I'm gonna go with Eddie any day. It was it's funny that you bring him up because I just had a conversation. I don't think it was with you. It was actually a conversation I had at work. And I was just talking about how I wish Eddie Murphy would just give us one more stand-up. Like the closest we got to it was the SNL reunion. Right, right. I just want him to give us one hour or oh, 45 minutes. Okay. Give it to us. And that and Eddie did to us. That's all I want, but definitely Eddie Murphy. Okay. Mm -hmm. Last, not but certainly not least. <laughs> Brownies or cookies? They both devils. Um can I do a combination? No, it's this or that, not modifications on aisle three. Oh my gosh. I'm gonna go. I'm about to go ahead and go with a good old brownie. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go nuts or no nuts. I'm gonna go with brownie with no nuts. Okay. No, 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 no nuts. <laughs> no nuts because we'll save that for later. Here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. I don't feel like a brownie is a hit or a miss. I think brownies pretty much hit all the time unless you literally burn them. You know what I'm saying? Right. Unless you literally burn them. Because cookies, you can kind of like overbake them or underbake them. Or, you know, when you take out the oven and they settle down, they, some of them get hard because you literally overcooked it. But when you get these brownies, you ain't got to worry about that. Unless you literally burnt these cooked, I mean, these brownies. They're always going to get that, the flaky exterior and, and the interior is always going to be moist. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be it's gonna be balanced like pH balance. Okay, <laughs> let's slide over to rapid fire questions. I'm <laughs> just gonna say let's slide over to some dicks. <laughs> no, honey, we're gonna slide. We're, we're gonna we're gonna give the people what they want with a dial from something new. Okay. Oh, rapid fire. Rapid fire, baby. Rapid fire. <laughs> Would you move from Virginia? Would you ever leave the state of Virginia and live somewhere else? I would. I would. The only reason I've not left the state of Virginia is because of my grandparents. Mm -hmm. If it were not for them, I would have moved. Uh, I would have already moved. But I need to look out to them and make sure they're okay. Right. So there are, I don't even look at it as a sacrifice because my life is good in Virginia. Okay. That's what's up. All right, so what is the wildest thing you ever did for a friend? You know what? You asked this and you already know the answer because we talked about it this week. Uh, the wildest thing I did for a friend, this was in the, two, this was in the early 2000s. Um, so I was in my early, early 20s. I might have been 19 or 20, but I had this good girlfriend uh, who I'm still friends with to this day. She was talking to a local DJ on mm -hmm. the premier radio station in our area. And she, for some reason, we ended up in his apartment complex and she wanted to know if he was seeing other girls. And... <laughs> 
she had us because there's this huge tree in front of his apartment building. She had us climb in the tree and camp out in the tree for like I, I it felt like forever. <laughs> this mind you, this is after the club because he did he did a, he did hosting at the club. Mm-hmm. Um, you may remember Picasso's. Yeah, Picasso's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he was doing a whole for local people. Picasso's was the spot in the early two thousands, probably yeah. like for local for my time. And she's like, so mind you, I want to say this is like one thirty in the morning, mm-hmm. and we are in a tree. <laughs> <laughs> we are in a tree. Like with binoculars, just see. You didn't tell me that part. And he could have had a feeling she was going to bring this up for a rapid fire question. <laughs> and she wanted to, us to check and wait for the dude to see if he was going to bring somebody home for the club. Oh, Lord. That is the wildest thing I've done for a friend. You're a good friend, man. I am. Yeah, I, I think people don't realize. No, they don't. Friend to people is one of my favorite titles in this world. People see what they want to see. Okay, so my final rapid fire question, which is cool because you just mentioned your seven year anniversary coming up. Why do you think your podcast is successful? Because I'm that nigga? No. Uh, why do I feel like the podcast is successful? Mm-hmm. It's a layered question. I feel like the podcast is successful because I enjoy mm-hmm. what I do. And Let I me pause you real quick. Let me pause you. Okay. Tell tell the audience what is successful to you for your podcast. What is what does success in your podcast look like to you? Because everybody's idea of success is different. Success, I quantify success with my podcast with me showing up and bringing my authentic self and enjoying the product that I put out. Mm-hmm. So that that is how I quantify the success of the podcast. Um, so and that, why do you think it's successful? What's the recipe that's working for you? The recipe I feel that works for me um is authenticity it's a dollop of authenticity it's a dollop of consistency it's a dollop of i love what i do um it's a mix of i have a god-given talent on speaking and articulating myself and expressing myself concisely and despite if i've been drinking (laughs) <laughs> and okay. I, I just feel like there's just an effect like there's a John effect like mm-hmm. there is a signature that I have whether it's my cadence or you know a callback or little things that I do with the show so I think those are things that work in my favor and I stay in my lane and you know I, I focus on how I can do better. What can I bring different to the table mm-hmm. for me? And I think that I never compare myself to my peers. I'm too busy rooting on for my peers, those that mm-hmm. I fuck with, and you know, not acknowledging those that I don't fuck with. So mm-hmm. you know, it, I hope that answers your question. And I mean, it answers the question for me. 
rapid fire round. But we are going to take a little break uh, because there's no flip. <laughs> so we're going <laughs> to come back and I'm going to, we're going to get into some meat and potatoes. No, you got to give me my rapid fire. Uh, we're on a timer. You got to give me my rapid fire question. We come back. Oh, yeah, when we come back. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so we will be back shortly. Bye, nigga. Are you ready for your rapid fire questions? I'm ready. All right, first question. What three qualities does your next man have to possess? This can be physical, a combination of physical right. and yeah. personality, or strictly personality. Okay, what three qualities? Oh, oh whatever. What, 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 what three things must going to catch my attention? Right. I really want him. I'm, I, it's gonna have big dick. I really want. Huh? Do we gotta have big dick? No. Oh. Okay. Quality dick. Quality dick. That means he knows how to use what he got. You know? It's about it's about what you do with the quality of the dick. It ain't about the quantity. Oh, so anyway, that's about, right, but it, it's nothing like looking at a nice dick. I mean, that's that will help me sing to it all the time. <laughs> something about it. So there's just something about a man with a nice looking dick. Pristine like, dick. You like, know, just sitting there like, hey, girl. Like, hey, for me, anyway. Put it up. Bring them box over here, nigga. But no, let me stop. So what traits does your man have to possess? Yeah, because we jump, we jump in. We jump in. We going to get back there. Um, Just stop, like, you asking me on the fly with rapid. I'm going to go with, um, he's got to be able to make me laugh. He got to have a sense yeah. of humor. Because you have, Cause you I, have I, a, a, I have a, a sense, humor. sense of humor. And it's, it's warped at times, I know. I, so I feel like he got <laughs> to get my energy. I ain't saying you got to match it. You got to understand. But you got you to gotta get it. Like okay, get you. my little, my quirks and all that stuff. And and just get it and appreciate it and laugh at it sometimes. So, right. so basically just, just get me for who the person I am. Don't try to change me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And um, I want him to be like, uh, uh, I, I want, uh, looking handsome doesn't hurt either. It gotta be some type of, like the physical attraction ain't like, a, it ain't like on the scale of 100. It gotta be 100. It's like, for me, it's both the physical and the, the like I don't want to say mental connection, but I want to be able to hold a conversation with you. If I can't hold a conversation with you, you know, I'm I'm not going to be that. I'm not going to be interested, to be honest with you. And if I'm not, if, if you can't get me interested, you can't get into nothing else. So, yeah. Okay, is that three or is that two? I did three. Okay. Did Next three. question. Currently, right now, in this state of mind, what is your biggest pet peeve? Last minute people. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. It's tax season. <laughs> I love my clients. All right. 
I, I had, you know, I had to put out the, the bullhorn. And, you know, some people woke up and got their stuff in and some people didn't. I'm like, it's funny you asking me because today I'm texting my regular, regular, regular clients, you know, ones who have done their taxes for years right. and who have, who have not uploaded their stuff yet. And I'm like, hey, how you doing? Just let you know I filed an extension for you. And they're like, hit me back like, oh, Oh, I said, I said, since you missed my deadline. That's what I said. Since you missed my deadline. Oh, when was your deadline? I was like, uh, the fifth. Oh. Well, where can I upload? I, I, you know, we went through that whole spill. I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. I was like, and I said, just I said, FYI, I just sent all my clients an email letting them know like these are the deadlines and this is what's going on. Mm -hmm. I was like, I just resent your invite. I said, please accept the invite. I said, but upload your docs when you're ready, but go ahead and at least accept the invite. Because if you don't accept within a timely manner, mm -hmm. the invite goes away and then I got to resend it again. So anyway, long story short, short story long, I send my emails through MailChimp. Chimp. So when people open up emails, I know. Like when you touch it, whatever you do with it, click on links and stuff, it tells me everything. Love y'all, but I know y'all seen that email, so don't try to play me boo-boo kitty the fool because I can see who opened up. The, and it tells me how many times you opened up the email. <laughs> Speaking of, I find, I've been telling you the last two weeks I'm going to do my taxes. We've been telling each other the same thing. I actually did my taxes last night. Oh, you did them? I finally you finished me. right before 12 o'clock. You beat me. I have not done mine yet at all. I'm following an extension. And knock on wood, I did not have to pay anything back. So I'm glad that I did yes. not. Yes. It's a blessing that the old Uncle Sam money. That's why I need some baby, baby year. Only broke like, people be trying to get these refunds. Oh, did I say that? I just don't want to. Oh. I need I, you to edit that. I'm not editing shit. Oh, please. Let me clean that up. What I'm saying is, I'm not, I can't clean it up. But this is what I mean. I'll though. see what I can do, folks. We'll see. This is what I'm saying. I need my people to get out of the mindset of getting these big refunds back because it, whether you have kids or whatever your situation is that was helping you get these five figure, high end, four figure refunds for the last decade plus. And you're not in those same situations again because your kids are grown. They got their own kids. They got their own family. Whatever the case may be, you don't have a business. You don't have a house. You don't have this and that third going on to help you alleviate some of your taxes. I need you to get into the mindset of just being glad you don't owe. If I say your refund is $90, be happy that the $90 and not $1,090 that you owe. Okay. That's all I'm saying. I, I'm sorry for saying about the bread. I, I have not gotten a refund. Who <laughs> ain't got a refund? I want to say the last time I got a refund was probably college. Yeah, I'm going to say green people. I ain't going to call y'all broke because but I'm going to call y'all greedy because at some point you got to get beyond trying to get a uh, a five, six, seven, eight, ten thousand dollar plus refund once a year that you're gonna blow in three months. 
and you're still going to be living off of the same paycheck. If you're not going to do nothing with those refunds, invest it, make money off of the refunds or something, right. or put it in a nice mutual fund that's collecting amazing interest, you're going to just be stuck. And, and just like you're stuck in the same mindset, I can't wait for a tax season so I can get this earned income credit. What are you going to do when your kid is grown and gone? You can't get earned income credit forever. And what are you going to do if Uncle Sam wakes up next year and says, um, all these uh, child tax credits are gone? But y'all don't even realize Uncle Sam got y'all asses because they lowered the income amounts and so many people don't even qualify for earned income credit no more. Uncle Sam got tired of y'all stealing from them. So y'all can come out here and keep claiming these kids that ain't yours, but if you make over this threshold, you ain't getting the credit. This is this is where Uncle Sam is winning now. Like we can't beat y'all from keeping claiming these kids that ain't y'all because y'all finding a way to wiggle out of it. But yeah. Uncle Sam said, okay, let me lower this these, these thresholds so y'all can't get it at all. <laughs> Last question. I'm sorry, I went on a tangent. I'm an accountant. It's tax season. Last question. Mm -hmm. What is your biggest insecurity? My biggest insecurity? Yeah, what is that? What's your biggest insecurity? Mm. Okay, so is the insecurity the same as a fear? You, I'll, I'll give you the gravity. Because I'm trying to think... Okay, I'm 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 this is the first thing that popped in my head. My biggest insecurity, but I think it's more of a fear for me. I don't ever want to go back to living paycheck to paycheck again. I understand. But I don't think that's the insecurity. So I wanna say I don't want to ever question myself by saying Am I enough for somebody? I know I'm enough for somebody. I just it just gotta be the right somebody. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we have revised, revamped, <laughs> elevated. Would you suck that dick? So would you suck that dick? Is an oh, evolving segment, long-standing, permanent segment of the show. So first it was, would you suck that dick? Then it yes. turns would you suck that dick and what that dick look like. Now mm. we are at, would you suck that dick, what it look like, and how you going to suck that dick. And if y'all can see these visuals, John broke out this gold microphone, baby. <laughs> yes. I, this, I wonder this if people give me a going, demo on camera, nigga. This is still going to be an audio podcast. You will never get a visual podcast. From John Salvatore, it ain't motherfucking happening. Just so you know, and your children's children will know that that is the time that the lights went out in Georgia. So, Jackie, audio is so much better because your brain can visualize things a little bit more vividly and right you know, than, you, than you actually see in the audio. But I mean, I mean the video. But anyway, so am I gonna go first? You're gonna go first, baby cakes. All right. I want to say maybe my dicks are. Uh, I don't know because returning dicks. Last last time your dicks was, I was just like, hmm. it was. It's I was I'm not impressed. I, I I gave you amazing dicks. Rain are if if rain is on it, confirm rain. I know I gave oh. amazing dicks. So 
Some of these might be returning dicks because we added the we added the. That's fine. Dicks, dicks, dicks. We love dicks, them. Dicks, Pull them out. Pull them dicks out. We want to see them dicks. Yes. All right. So y'all ready? Let's go. Actor. Actor. Born in California. Okay. <laughs> he looks good with or without a beard. He's also a director. He played my favorite version of a DC character. Would you suck his dick? Is this Val Kilmer? What does dick look like? And how would you suck it? No, it's not him. Oh, it's not. It looks good. He gives me nigga nigga vibes. And he, and he married, yes. Ben Affleck is not from California. Ben Affleck is from Boston. Okay, so Wikipedia wrong. It said California. He was born in California. No. I swear to God. Hold on. Go ahead. Get talking. Tell me. Uh, <laughs> that That's why I know it's not Ben because Ben is not born. Ben is a Massachusetts boy. Uh, at, you, you know, and if you know me, you know I love Ben Affleck. I think he is a I, I promise you on everything this Wikipedia says Benjamin Giza Affleck August 15, 1972 Berkeley, California oh. I promise you I, I, I just I'm not But saying. we know you can change Wikipedia like people can just randomly do shit on Wikipedia right? Yeah Let's okay, well, there you go. But it's been, it's been Affleck, so... Absolutely, I'm going to suck Ben Affleck's cock. I think he is... Oh, I, I think... The I thing, think the thing so is this. When I first was introduced to Ben Affleck, no. It, I just, it, it wasn't... I want to say my affinity for Ben Affleck came... Around maybe 2010, once like he was like grown, grown. Yeah, mm -hmm, he, mm -hmm. he put that weight on. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, Ben, what's up? What's what? What's what's up? So yes, I'm gonna suck that dick. I yeah. I think Ben, because Ben is like six four, six five. Mm. I feel Ben got the hammer and the wrench. Mm. I feel like. Ben is meaty and lengthy. Wow. Well. So he got the he got the you know the two for one special. Like you could potentially mm -hmm. get lockjaw. Uh I feel like Ben is okay. I feel like Ben just needs to relax. So <laughs> I'ma just I'm I'm gonna have Ben Ben go ahead and lay just just relax. <laughs> I'm gonna put on a knee pad. <laughs> I'm gonna put on my knee back and be on all four and just <laughs> and just service that Oscar winning dick. Like Ben will probably be uh listening to some music, drinking a beer, smoking a cigarette, cause and I'm just like, okay, Ben, just you know, you, you use my throat as your vessel, that's fine. So that that is how, you know, that is the that that's it, Ben. What up? <laughs> okay. 
That is the how, the yes, and the what it looked like. All right, all right. Shout out to Ben. You're going to be blessed, Ben, if you ever. Yes, I'm going to use my elite throat goat skills on Mr. Afton. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm crying. Okay, so my next penis for you. No, it doesn't. I just Googled it. He was born in Berkeley, California. He moved to Massachusetts when he was 30. I just okay, thought he was okay. in Massachusetts. So, okay. <laughs> he was right. He was right. It does say this in um, Wikipedia. His family moved to Massachusetts. Yeah, when he was three. Yep. Okay, so listen. The next day, another actor. Okay. Born in Louisiana. Anthony Mackie. <laughs> no. Okay. His eyes are piercing. And he has dark hair. He is married to the actress who played Rosalie in Twilight. Would you suck his dick? What that dick look like? Oh, and how you gonna Halder. suck it? Huh? Summer Halder. Oh. Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. I, oh, he is so fine. He's gorgeous. Um. <laughs> Are you? I think he's just too pretty. So that you're gonna, you're not gonna suck the dick. I'm not gonna suck it. Okay, what it look like? I think it's very peachy, like it's got apricot undertones. Okay, I, I think that. it has length, but hmm. average girth. Okay, okay. I feel like it's like ah, eh, you've seen one apricot dick, you've seen them all. You seen a you seen the Caucasian dick, you seen them all. Yeah, it's just like it's 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 nothing to write home about, but it's not mm -hmm. disappointing either. Okay. Now how would you suck it? No, honey, we only do that if we're gonna suck it. No, I no, didn't uh -uh. you suck it based on how you describe no, it. Uh-uh. We only describe the sucking if we're going to suck it. Oh, uh, really? I was ready to suck. I was ready to tell how I was gonna suck all these dicks. But go ahead. Um, it doesn't make sense to say how you're gonna suck it if you're not gonna suck it. This, that's true too. That's true. You're right. I just was go. I was just gonna go ham with it. But go. So next, okay. peanuts and final peanuts for you. Another actor. Okay. <laughs> Writer. Okay. Who has grown into his looks? <laughs> Not grown into his looks. I, I, yeah, I feel like he's grown into his looks. His middle name is Lamont. He attended Howard University. Hmm. He is a sibling to many, and his father recently passed away. Would you suck his dick? What the dick look like? If you gonna suck it, how you gonna suck it? I mean, if you gonna, yeah, if you gonna. I need another hint. I don't know who this man really? is. Okay. Oh wait, no. I got it. I got one word for you. I didn't want to say this because I knew you were gonna automatically get it. Comedian. Marlon Wayans? He is a sibling to many. Is it Marlon Wayans? Yes. Mm -hmm. Wait, what What school? What, where did you see? He went to college? And he attended Howard, yes. But like, for like, uh, he didn't graduate. He attended and then he dropped out. Hmm. You don't remember when I think Danny said it when you recorded with her. 
Was it Danny or was it um Stefan? Stephen, Stephen, Stephen. I said Stephen. Like you hear me call it? Did you hear me call Stephen Stephen? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna graze over that. Uh, <laughs> I'm talking about you know Stephen's brother. Oh, I'm going to suck it. I know you would. <laughs> I you I, would. I I think I I think I think is heavy. I think the head is large. I think it's thick and veiny. And I imagine it to be like three Snicker bars lined up together because it's veiny. You um, think he's a grower or a shower? I think he's an all, all day. Mm. All day. Okay. Um, I feel like he likes his dick sucked. <laughs> while he's wearing Jordans, and yeah. I, you know, I, 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 it would be very sloppy and wet. I would probably spit on it and just yeah, spit <laughs> it. And just, go to and, and, and just go stupid on it. So yeah. <laughs> no hands, because I don't use hands. I don't need to. When you're a throat professional, you don't need to. I just, I, I've never understood porn, whether it's a guy or a girl giving head and they use their hands. Why? Your mouth. That they don't use their hands or they do use their hands. They use their hands. I've never once used my, I just don't use my hand. I don't need to. It's, it's a, it's, it's a, never mind. Give me my dicks. Are you ready? Hell no. Our first contender is an actor. He has a famous father. He is married to an actress who he's been married to for a very long time. Some of his former co-stars include Kiefer Sutherland, Matthew Lillard, um, Soleil Moon Fry. He's a Hollywood actor? Hmm? He's movie actor or does he do television? He's done both, more so movies. He has okay, so thousands in the chokehold. Is it Keith Sutherland? How can Keith Sutherland be a co-star of Keith Sutherland? Oh, you said <laughs> a famous father. He had a famous father. He has a famous wife. Was his father an actor too? His father was an actor. His father was an actor and a comedian. So is it Michael Douglas? It's not Michael Douglas. Famous father. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of these father son duos, but nobody's popping in my head right now. Okay, when was he popping again? He had what on the chokehold? He had the two thousands in a chokehold. Is it Keanu Reeves? No, it's not Keanu Reeves. Is he black? He's not black. Father and son. And they call Caucasian. I know Ryan screaming at me right now. Um, give me some. Give me another clue. Can you give me a movie I, he was in? No, I can't give you a movie. Either. You said his wife. He's his wife is an actress too. His wife is an actress, and they've been married for a long time. 
Is it Julia Roberts' brother? No, it's not. Okay, so it's not him. Um, Matt Damon? Who is Matt Damon's dad? I don't know daddy is. So why would it be, it's not Matt Damon? I'm trying to think of a wife. Oh, what about um the dude from the Titanic? It's not Leo. No, he didn't even marry. Never mind. He's not even married. I didn't think. I, I didn't say he was white. Oh, I didn't say he was white. I'm stuck with his wife. Who's still white? Daddy and son. You got one more guess. Ether Sutherland. Oh, movie with. Denzel. Um, I don't know who it is. Freddie Prince Jr. I would have never guessed that shit ever. His father was Freddie Prince, a on the man. No, His wife is Sarah Michelle Geller. They've been married for twenty years. He was with he co-starred with Keith Sutherland on Twenty Four. He was in Math. He was in Wing Commander and Scooby Doo One and Two with Matthew Lillard. Freaking frat. Oh, I, he never popped in my head. You know, we just had a conversation about this dude recently. We did. We recently talked about Freddie Prince and Sam Shaw. Okay, so <laughs> I'm going to go with. I, no, I don't want. No, I'm going to go with no, respectfully. I'm not going to suck Freddie Prince's Jr.'s penis. What do I think I'll, that dick looks like? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not gonna, you know what? He gives me. I, you know, he don't give me I'm a nasty nigga. I'm a freak. I, that's what I need. It's funny you say that because I was on TikTok. Is there were blind items, mm -hmm. allegedly, that prior to him getting with Sarah Michelle Geller, he used to pay women because he's got a feet fetish. No, nah, I, I I need I don't need that type of freak. I I need somebody that's gonna talk. I need somebody to, to talk shit. But what it look like? What it look like? You know, he's giving me olive. Okay. Olive complexion. He's giving me. It is very average. It's not below average. He's giving me. It's the average penis, but it does have a nice girth to it. There is no curve. It's literally just straight. So when he gets hard, it's just like ping, you know, just straight on like an arrow. Okay. Um, I think it's pretty though. I think the head is pretty. And I think he's manicured. Okay. Our yeah. next player. Give me a dick I want to suck now. Our next player is an actor. Mm -hmm. Some of his co-stars include Martin Lawrence. Kirstie Alley, Samuel L. Jackson, and Michelle Pfeiffer. Wow. Ted Danson? <laughs> Why the fuck would I put Ted Danson on this <laughs> list? Not Ted Dan Steve Goodberg? Not Steve Goodberg. <laughs> Our younger <laughs> listeners like, who the fuck is Steve Goodberg? Yes. <laughs> Rob Lowe. No, it's not Rob Lowe. Uh, Martin ain't never did no goddamn move with Rob Lowe. Okay, so you said, is it Will Smith? 
No. Because I got to say, he ain't never did no movie with Christy Alley. Christy Alley. John Travolta. It is John Travolta. You finally got there. You finally got there. Because I'm like, she ain't been in a long whole lot of moves with people. Okay, listen. So John Travolta. Man. Oh, let me just say this. Him with this bald head in this T-Mobile commercial, I was like, listen, okay. I, I'm not, I, I, I'm not, I'm not mad at the bald head and the beard. I was like, okay, John Travolta, you looking kind of good. Let me, let me just say this about John Travolta. He, he always delivers. He's like the postman. He always delivering. Okay, so I don't care if he bald, short hair. Military cut, he always delivers. So first of all, we're about to be a set. Yeah, I was I would suck his dick, right? Oh, okay. I've always been a um I always been like I don't want to say a fan. I hate the word fan because it makes it sound like you're a fanatic, but always been um sweet on John Travolta. A supporter of John right. Travolta. Okay, I always been a supporter. Always like from the, the first movie I saw back in the 70s, he did I always been a supporter. But let me tell you what, like, really, like, did it for me. What did it for me when he did the movie with, um, oh my God, what's that boy's name? Face Off. Right. When he did Face Off, that's what, like, really, like, did it for me. But anyway, yes, I was like, his dick. Let me tell you something. What it look like and how you gonna suck it? About this dick. I really think that, I really think John Travolta is packing. I think he packing. I don't care what y'all talking about. He had them tight ass pants on the grease, but I bet you it was packed, packed tight, like a can of sardines. And when you open it up, it's just like, oh, listen. Ah, shut up. I really feel like he is meaty. I feel like he got girth, and I feel like he got length. I feel like he got like a little slight, just a little slight hook to the, it's going to be to my left, so it's to his right. So a little slight hook to, to my left, and it's giving olive. It's not giving like this super white, you know, with the pink head. It's, it's giving me an olive complexion with like a light brown head. <clears throat> Okay. Don't ask me why, but that's what he's giving. I feel like he's manicured, not butt butter ball, but he keeps a trip. Okay. Okay. And let me let me tell you how I was this dick. He gonna I don't even know where we, I don't know how we gonna start this thing. I don't know where we gonna start this thing. He gonna be sitting down or whatever. He might be laying down or whatever. But either way, when I first when I first. Engage with this this penis mm -hmm. to, to get ready to put in my or orifices in my mouth. I'm gonna lick it. I'm gonna lick it like a lollipop. Oh. I'm gonna lick it like a lollipop. I'm gonna see how many licks it takes to get to the center of the tussie roll. Okay. But anyway, I'm 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 a I'm gonna get the mouth all you know. Wet. We're going to have things going on with the hand motions of the up and down of the shaft because I, I feel like men like this is a sensation that's going on. Look, you see me doing the hand. I didn't stop. Can we I, do a video clip? I see the hand movements and I'm trying not to see them. Anyway, 
So when I when I'm ready to put all of that like gobble it like Not you know when I want to just gobble it down, you know, because sometimes we, you know, it's, it's moments where you're focusing on the head, you know, boom, 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 head, 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 head. And then if I just want to just go down and let it just slide through the back of my Most throat. Your tongue, okay. Yeah. So since he got the hook that curves to his right, but it's to my left, I gotta I go down and when I wanna when I get back to that back before I touch the punching bag, I tilt my head to the left a little bit so we can adjust in the hook. <laughs> so it can reach the back door. Okay. But anyway, that's just one of the ways I suck his dick. Next dick. Uh, our next contender is an actor, mostly movies. Some of his co-stars mm -hmm. include Meryl Streep, Mark Wahlberg, Cher. Um, Clint Eastwood. I'm sorry. Clint Eastwood. Who? Clint Eastwood. What again? Why would I put Clint Eastwood on the list? That, Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, Meryl Streep. Mm-hmm. Hathaway has been one of his co-stars. He's actually married to the sister of one of his co-stars. Oh, the dude in the screen movies. Um, no. No, it ain't him. You know who I was thinking about too, right? No, but I know he's not the screen movies. Married to one of the sisters. Married to one of his sisters. Married to the sister of one of his co-stars. Anne Hathaway. Does he have a brother? I don't know. Mm. If he does, he's not famous. Yeah, I was about to say, ain't one thing about that. Um, Meryl Street. Um, what's the dude's name? Is he English? No, he's Italian. He's Italian. Pacino. Girl, again, no, it's not Al Pacino. <laughs> you are Robert really? Downey Jr. Who? Robert Downey Jr. No. Oh. The dude that played the Magic Mike. No. Do you want to, do you want me to tell you who it is? Tell me who it is. It's Stanley Tucci. I would have never got that. He was in the Devil Wears Prada with. I know with Meryl Streep. I was just like, in the Lovely Bones with Mark Wahlberg. He was in Burlesque with Cher. He's married to one sister from the Devil Wears Prada. Oh shit! Now that you say it, the dots connect. But I would have never guessed. But anywho, no, I'm not gonna suck his dick. I think his dick is a gonzo. <laughs> I, I really do. I think his dick is a gonzo. Um, I think it's pretty, though. I think it's something off about his dick. That's, That's just weird. I don't know. Maybe he just got a weird-looking head. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I can see that. Yeah, he's giving me I got a weird head. He gives me. He gives me. I don't. He gives me. I don't wash. I mean, I mean, I don't. 
<laughs> ah! Ah! He gives me bushy, bushy balls, bushy area, not manicured. You know what he gives me? He gives me a he gives me dirt dauber. Like he just gives me. <laughs> Okay, well, we're going to take a short break. And yeah, we're I need water after this. You, you need to. <laughs> and we're going to get into the table topic. So we'll see you guys in a sec. So this month's table topic is what we feel comfortable <laughs> with sharing on social media. And our POVs from what we see being shared to social media. And I've been saying this for the better part of a decade. Everything is not a let me share this with social media moment. And we can break it down and we can say everything is not a let me tweet this. Everything is not a let me Instagram this moment. Um, and I say that because I think feel like we know far too many things about relative strangers. I feel we have too much access to relative strangers. I feel like mm -hmm. celebrities have too much access to the public. I miss the days of mystery, mystique. You know, just knowing about the performances that actors did or the music mm. that singers did or the runways that models did. We're in this thing where we we're given too much access and we don't need it. And it's becoming mind numb for me at least. My my POV is. I, I scroll the timelines and I'm just like, huh, this is too much. Mm -hmm. And we need to know this. And this can be people I follow, people that are retweeted, celebrities, pedestrians, everyone. It's just like, why? Why are we at this place where everything is being shared? Like, I understand everyone uses social media for whatever, and there's no blueprint or mm -hmm. to fo <clears throat> to follow. But it's just like go write this in a diary. Stop sharing it with us. Yeah, uh, I ask you this because you use social media, but you don't use it a whole bunch. What do you feel comfortable with sharing, and what don't you? <laughs> I feel comfortable with sharing at this day and age what I exactly what you see me sharing on my social media. Barely skin and bones, nothing. Okay. And that's fair. And I, I say this because, and I've said this so many times, if it were not for this show mm -hmm. and promotion and connecting with listeners is paramount. I don't think that I would be on social media the way right. um, in the beginning, it was fun and it was new. 
but mm -hmm. we are 15, 17 years in, and it's just like, yeah, I, I don't care. Like, like again, my thing is this, when it comes to, and especially since I've done this podcast, the podcast is where I'm going to share more personal things. And then I made mm -hmm. it sound a little bit on Twitter. Like, my thing is this, um, for the early part of my Twitter tenure, I was in a relationship for four and a half years. And mm -hmm. I never posted pictures. And we took pictures. I never posted pictures of my ex. I never posted pictures of exes prior to that person. Mm -hmm. I, I might have once or twice on a throwback Thursday posted a picture but it's in it's in it's years removed even when it comes of course they're NDA still in place but even when it comes to that you know if I'm entertaining someone or I'm getting to know someone you're not mm -hmm. going to see me really talk about it on social media now you may potentially hear a very edited version on the podcast. Like, you know, over the years, I've talked about men that I've been involved with. Um, one in particular, I talked about a lot on the early parts of the podcast. <laughs> but since that uh -huh. person, I have not talked about anything really. I think the most recent might have been when I was talking to that wife away. And I kind of mm -hmm. talked about that kind of crashed and burned. But I, I didn't go into any mm -hmm. and it's interesting because major detail right that. over yeah. the years when I you know entertain someone and they ask mm -hmm. about what I do want to say I do a podcast and they're always like they always want me to talk about them on the show like she's talking about me. I should be a guest and I'll be like <laughs> no it ain't gonna happen mm. <laughs> it's, it's not gonna happen yeah um so I think that is interesting. I think, I think you found a balance. Yeah, I, I try to balance it where because there are there have been some things that have gone on in my life that social media has not seen or heard me talk about. And even on this podcast, because this podcast could kind of be considered social media, mm -hmm. but there are there are life events that I have not talked about on this podcast because it's not meant for everyone where i am authentic with the show and what i share it's not right. for everybody certain things are yes i, I want to share those experiences because maybe somebody can connect to that but there are certain personal life events that that ain't nobody's business that that's my personal business and that's something i'm going to share with my friends people that i, I can that i talk to that are legitimate mm -hmm. like not throwing daggers or darts or anything but certain things i'm just i'm not going to talk about on the podcast and i'm definitely not going to talk about on social media and it's like right it's it's almost cringy sometimes because it's like y'all share everything like nothing yeah like i want to be like we <laughs> so how, how, how do you take that when you are inundated with information that one you didn't ask for, two you don't care about. 
when I like when I'm just on social media in general. How how do you digest that? Okay, listen. I'm a well, let me go, let me peel it back, dial it back a little bit or whatever, whatever. Okay, so for me, um, you know, I used to be a heavy content creator, you know, on YouTube. So I was way more active on social media, you know, mm -hmm. back then, because I was that's what that's what content creators do. We we put content out on a regular for our audience that we right. built, right? And cater to. So since I'm I'm not a content creator no more, I I really ain't. I come up here, I love doing this with you, you know, once a month and everything. We have fun. But I don't even promote the show. You know what I'm saying? Like you do all the promotion and all that stuff. I come here, we we do our dialogue, I retweet. I, I tweet, you know, I hop in the thread, live tweet and stuff. That's the extent that I'm going to do is like repost and reshare whatever you you do to market the show, right? Right. So at the end of the day, I just, I, I want to, for me, I'm getting back to old school, you know, when there was not all of this social media and I'm okay with it. I think a lot of people are addicted to it. They got to have it in their life. Because, I mean, obviously there's something missing in their life. Like there's something not going on in their life where they got to be on Twitter all day, Instagram all day, TikTok all day, whatever social media you want all day, something missing. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, for me, I, and when I, I don't, I don't post much stuff anymore. The most, the most I'm active on is, um, I would say Twitter and TikTok. But TikTok is very random. Like if I feel like I'm feel like doing something in my spirit for the week, I'm gonna do it for the week and keep it moving. Right. But that's very far few in between. Twitter, I, Twitter, I come on Twitter and I scroll a lot. I don't tweet a lot anymore. Or I might like something, or I might retweet. If I do post something, it's always gonna be something funny or interesting. But nothing that's gonna like have somebody scroll the timeline and they see my tweet and be like, oh my God, here she go with this bullshit or uh, why she put this on a timeline type stuff or oh, this is annoying. And so when I'm scrolling on, on Twitter, that's I roll my eyes a lot now, a lot now because I don't understand why anybody's posting or tweeting some of the stuff that they're they're put it on Twitter. Even if it's not even your original tweet and you're like retweeting or reposting it from wherever you got it from, why are you putting this on the timeline? What made made you think that this was cool to put on the timeline? You know? So I roll my eyes a lot and I just close the app out. I don't engage with a lot of people no more. Like I can really count on my hand the people I engage with on Twitter. Right. No, I, I, I understand. So, so basically what I'm saying is I just dialed myself all the way back, you know? And the thing is, it's like certain arenas or whatever you want to call it, it's just to the point where I ain't even comfortable being on Twitter interacting with certain people no more because it's just like, it's just bullshit to me. It's just about, it's just like a bunch of fake ass, whining ass, don't got no business ass people. You know what I'm saying? And I got shit to do besides sit on Twitter and tweet all day. 
Okay, tell me. You, you, you'll catch me in my rare moments when I'm up there just like how high he and then reposting and liking stuff, but that's it's not no every day. It's mm. not every day anymore. Like I'm 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 waning myself off of social media. I told you by the time I'm 50, I'm trying not to have all these social medias no more. I understand. Yeah. If I keep anything, it's just gonna be my business stuff. And I'll keep one personal, but it's just not, I don't, it's just not for me anymore because I want to be entertained in different ways besides sitting on my bed or sitting on my couch scrolling on the phone. I'd rather be outside and be entertained. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather be um, on some exotic island somewhere and be entertained. It's, it's better things to do with my with myself mentally and physically besides sitting on my phone on on a social media app. Tell them talk that shit, baby. You need to talk that so, shit. So, but for those who are comfortable with what they're doing and how they're doing it, kudos to y'all. That, if that's what y'all comfort, if that's what's comforting y'all, okay. By all means, can carry on if that's what's comforting you. But it's better things out there that you could be doing to comfort yourself. I, I, but at least you're not. On drugs, at least you're not an alcoholic. Oh I mean, Lord, not at least you're not on drugs. Okay, I, at least you're not a whore. Because it, it's, it's worse things people can be doing besides being on social media all day. That's basically what I'm saying. But if this, if, but if social media is your judge, then it's your judge. Shout out to you. Okay, it's just not my judge anymore. You know, so I just feel like, uh. Everybody want to be famous. Everybody trying to get their 15 minutes. Everybody trying to um get that one tweet that makes them go viral. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a, I'm, it makes me tired. So I don't need to be up there. And I don't need to be participating because I feel like motherfuckers want to be judge, jury, executioner of, of people's pages, <laughs> which don't make sense to me either. So if I if I can't be on Twitter tweeting freely, I ain't gonna tweet at all. You know, I I love it. I love it. I I I wanted to just you know chop this up real quick and mm-hmm. make some great points, and I I wanted to put that and have that footprint be out there for everyone because yeah. come back to this a year from now or two years from now, I you know and see how we where we are. I right. I know my stances are gonna change because. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't care. Like I don't care. Yes, it's not like, priority. I, I, it's I not priority. For like the news and the and the trending topics. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care about personal shit. Because here's know. the thing. Twitter has replaced people actually picking up the phone and calling people or actually, you know, or actually going outside and hanging out with your friends and stuff. Like Twitter has replaced all all types of communications. Mm-hmm. Because this is how people want to communicate now. Like, somebody might literally have my phone number, but you send me a message in the DM, and I'm like... I think that's weird. I think it's very weird. And then if you really know me, and you see I'm not even on these apps like that no more, why would you message me if you got my text, I mean, my phone number? Call me or text me. And I just feel like people are using social media to replace everything. And, And it's just... And I'm not, I'm not shooting nobody down or coming for nobody who, 
who loves a good social media app. I love Twitter. It's gonna break my heart to 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 leave Twitter alone because Twitter is my funny place. I love Twitter because it's entertaining, but when it gets to the point where I keep seeing more bullshit than funny stuff, that's what does it for me. It's just sometimes like <laughs> the stuff that we see in our group chat from Twitter is ridiculous. Like I'm like people really are posting this shit on the internet, but here and are there. And then whoever wants to share share their world, whoever wants to tell everything and tell it all on whatever social media. Leave us alone. Us. Leave us alone. We don't. Don't. Care. All I'm saying is, if that's what you want to do, I'm so tired of hearing y'all crazy people out here talking about. Oh, who telling my business? You are. You, you, you are on social you media. You us against our will. Oh. Say it one more time. Like people are literally on social media telling their stories, telling all their business, but you want to say somebody else is telling y'all business. How will we know if you wasn't talking about it on social media? Like, think about that for one. Like, don't be one of those people that tell everything and then you get upset when people are talking about what you're talking about on social media. Don't be, don't be that person. And then don't don't be that person that. I don't like you gotta have another outlet. That's all I'm telling you. Just find another outlet besides social media to vent, to blow off steam, to talk to your talk to your friends. Damn. Talk to your friends, talk to your family. Stop going on social media and using social media. Because social media is, is not here for you. Mm-hmm. Social media is not gonna give you a hug. Social media is not gonna uh get you out of a bind. Just right. saying. So, Jackie, let the listeners know where they can find you. And then nowhere, out- nigga, because I don't be nowhere on social and- media. <laughs> <laughs> and then take us out with something easy, breezy, beautiful cover. Okay, so y'all, if y'all really still looking for me, because I know you are, some of y'all still checking for me. Because as soon as I post a story on Instagram, all y'all looking. Hey, how y'all doing out there? Mm-hmm. Um. I'm still on Instagram when I Instagram, which is very rare. I'm still on Twitter. <laughs> I'm on TikTok. I don't do Snapchat no more. So if you follow me on Snapchat, go ahead and unfollow me because that's about to be a wrap. Um, yeah. I'm on Facebook, but y'all don't need that. And I got my website. Yes, I still have my website. Go look at old shit. Don't look at old Jackie shit. You know what I'm saying? Have fun with it. Mm. And then this is what I want to say to everybody. I don't know if I said this before. I feel like I said this before, but I feel like this is appropriate because of the topic we just had. Find your happy. Find your own happy. Be happy with being your own company because a lot of y'all don't like spending time with your own damn self. (laughs) Put Put your phone down. And just vibe out. Just put your phone down and vibe out on something that don't got nothing to do with your phone. Relax, kick back, and enjoy. That's it. All right. Well, guys, we will see you next And John is still on uh, Christian Mingles. I'm on Christian Mingles, Prayer High in 69. Um, (laughs) But we will see you guys in May. Um, until then, we'll see you. I'll see you in a few weeks. Bye. We'll see you in a few weeks. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>